Production. Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Uh, we are True Life Ministries under the leader of under the leadership of our pastor, Elder Gregory Hughes. And we definitely uh, welcome you uh, for being here. We give glory to God for you being here. We give glory to God for us being here, coming together corporately to pray this morning. Uh, we will receive an encouraging word uh, from our very own Dr. Annette Arrington, followed by our intercessory prayer. Amen, amen, and amen. Again, we are True Life Ministries. Uh, you can find out more about us, who we are. Uh, what we are, how we do things, more importantly, you can find out who we are. Visit our website at truthlifeministriesinc.org. Again, that's truthlifeministriesinc.org. We are also on Facebook. Look for True Life Ministries, Inc., I-S-I-S-D, True Life Ministries, Inc. And again, you can find out who we are, what we are, what we're doing, but most importantly, you can find out exactly who we are. Amen and amen. We give glory to God for everything that he is doing. And with all of that said, good morning, Dr. Eric. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and good morning, everyone, and welcome to Naomi's Word. Good morning, Elder. Love you. And as the assignment assignment has been given, we are delighted to be here to bring to you, our listeners, words of knowledge that will inspire, encourage, educate, motivate, and to help guide you in wisdom and in all truth. It is our goal through these messages given through the character of Naomi and through sincere and fervent prayer of our moderator, Elder Angelia Graffenreed, to give to you understanding not only about who you are, whose you are, what you possess, why you are here, but also of how to navigate in and through this life as a believing believer in Christ as a child of the Most High God also. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. To this program assignment, we say yes and amen. We will continue to press forward toward God, trusting him all the way. Amen. A reminder of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven: For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, and the plans that he has for you. What God has placed in our hearts and minds, we as his children are to use as stepping stones toward the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk by faith, and as we faith our way through this journey called purpose and destiny for our lives, loving and trusting him all the way. Never forget that life is a process toward our living. Once again, life, it is a process, and and your participation is required. In your own life, just show up. 
After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you and for me. Amen. As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, always and, and daily put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer. The whole armor of God is found in Ephesians six ten through 18. Also, remember to ask the Holy Spirit to give to you his word according to what God has already said concerning your life, such a way to begin your day. When you do speak his words and his promises, and not just your own, his life for you through your willing obedience will come to pass. As you study to show yourself approved, study, speak, and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for and with us always. He answers and responds to his word. He promised in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. And with that said, we're going to go forward with our message today. The title, which is a continued title, God Wants Your Focus Back on Him. We could think of a whole lot of things, places, etc., that we could do, we could be. And bottom line, all God wants is our focus back so he can direct lead and guide us through our journey. Today's topic is a continued topic, calling prayers that availeth much. And it speaks of those who pray often, who know and do God's will, part five. Our scripture for today is Isaiah fifty-five ten through 12. It says, For as the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return there without, re- without watering the earth, making it bare and sprout, and providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, useless, without result, without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. For you will go out from exile with joy and be led forth by the Lord himself with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you. And all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Amen. I can sense that right now. And the key here is that his word, it will not return to him void, useless, without result, without accomplishing what he desires and without succeeding in the matter for which he sent it. And his word was sent out in each and every one of us. We all have a word from God inside. Today my heart feels uh, led to share with you about, um, about something a little different. You know, if we think back over our lives of the people who have made the, the greatest impact or influence, Some of it has been negative, but for the most part, it's been positive, uh, and those are the things that draw us closer to God. And sometimes we don't remember everyone's name or everyone's faces, but every now and then, even back as a child, God will remind you of some of the people that he put in your pathway for you to see, to hear, to run into along your journey, which is the same reason we are here. And the the longer we're here and the older we get, 
We still have people that we have to do that for. But he puts in places, people, places, and things in your journey as markers to let you know that he is in your life. And you can sometimes track how far back you know he's been there. You know, everyone went to Sunday school or, you know, and, and that, but it's just sometimes it's just some people. So what I'm going to talk about today has to do with one of those people that marked my life, for example. Again, today my heart feels led to share with you about a man of God who demonstrated what taking the gospel, the good news, to the world really means. We as children of the Most High God have our own assignments to do, yet we must celebrate any soldier for the kingdom as they complete those assignments that have been assigned to them by God. We have all heard of the passing of the evangelist Billy Graham. The evangelist Christian, the evangelical Christian evangelist for the 20th as well as the 21st century. Heaven is definitely rejoicing as it welcomes home such a dynamic soldier for the kingdom of God and the body of Christ. I saw on a recent interview that when asked what he wants people to say about him when he is gone from this earth, all he said, and in the most simplest words, no pomp, no circumstances, he said, I would like to just hear God say to me, well done, my good and faithful servant. Wow. Such a legacy of focus for his life and for the lives of those who heard the clarion call of God in, over, and through their lives as he preached the good news gospel to the people. He walked and lived it out. We saw with our own eyes what committing to the ways that God has directed us to what it really means unto the Lord to really do his word and do it indeed. Luke 4, 18 through 19 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, the Messiah, because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce release, pardon, forgiveness to the captives, and recover of sight to the blind to set set free those who are oppressed, downtrodden, bruised, crushed by tragedy, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and the favor of God abound greatly. Billy Graham evangelized the world for over six decades. That's 60 years plus. His faithfulness to the assignment and to do the will of God not only evangelized the world, With the Good News Gospel, it also has been instrumental in the conversion of over 215 million people through his crusades, etc. And in over 185 countries, as well as hundreds and millions more through today's technology of television, radio, film, video, webcam, and more. His ministry has been preserved also for future generations. I remember hearing him as a child, and even then I had goosebumps all over me, even though I did not have a clue of who or what he was talking about. He said, repeat these words, and I repeated them, didn't have a clue what I was doing. I knew that whatever he was saying, it was important to remember what he had said and the name that he kept referring to, and that was the name of Jesus. As I look back over my Christian walk, I do remember him speaking about this Jesus that I had never heard of. Amen. But I know him now for myself. 
During the Civil Rights Movement, Evangelist Graham took a public stand during 1953 rally in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Graham tore down the ropes that organizers had erected to separate the audience into racial sections. He recounted in his memoirs that he told two ushers to leave the barriers down, or you can go on and have the revival without me. He warned a white audience, we have been proud, and though we were very, and thought and thought we were better than any other race, any other people. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to stumble into hell because of our pride, he said. In 1957, Graham's stance towards integration became more publicly shown when he allowed black ministers to serve as members of his New York Crusades Executive Committee and invited the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., whom he first met during the Montgomery boycotts in 1955, to join him in the pulpit at his 16-week revival in New York City where 2.3 million gathered at Madison Square Garden, Yankee Stadium, and Times Square to hear them. Graham recalled in his autobiography that during this time, he and Martin Luther King developed a close friendship and that he was eventually one of the few people who referred to King as Mike, a nickname which King asked only his closest friends to call him. Following King's assassination in 1968, Graham mourned that that the U.S. had lost a social leader and a prophet. It has even been said that uh, Graham uh, got him out of jail on some of those major uh, boycotts and and, and tasks that uh, Dr. King had gone on. A lot of this I didn't know about until God told me to research him for this project. With all that has been said regarding this man of God, he leaves us with many memories, but I would like to share the following primary primary ones with you. And it's three lessons or life lessons from Billy Graham. It is hard to fully comprehend the impact evangelist Billy Graham has had for the kingdom. It is claimed that he has preached the gospel to more people in live audiences than anyone else in history. He has led countless of evangelical uh, crusades, has written numerous books, and has even been the personal pastor to a few U.S. presidents. Evangelist Reverend Billy Graham reached the end of his life uh, yesterday, and and he lived a life that was lived well doing the will of God. Having recently celebrated his 99th birthday, his living was not in vain, in part In part of his legacy, Graham described three foundational life lessons that shaped his life and ministry, and it can also encourage and inspire you. The first one is that we are to follow in the steps of Jesus. This is a call to live out Jesus's, that live the life that Jesus lived and walk the way he walked. The gospel is is communicated through our lips, but it is demonstrated through our lives and in our living. We are to imitate Christ. Once again, follow in Christ's footsteps. The scripture, 1 Peter 2, 21 through 25, says Christ is our example. For as a believer, you have been called to this purpose, since Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you may follow in his footsteps. He committed no sin, nor was deceit ever found in his mouth. 
While being reviled and insulted, he did not revile or insult in return. While suffering, he made no threats, no vigilance, no vengeance, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges fairly. He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross, willingly offering himself on it as an, on an altar of sacrifice so that we might die to sin, becoming immune from the penalty and power of sin, and live for righteousness. For by his wounds you who believe have been healed. For you were continually wandering like so many sheep, but now you have come back to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. As a believer, you must know and understand that this cannot be done by sheer willpower. It cannot be done on our own strength. We live each day in the power of the Spirit, and when we do, the fruit of the Spirit will overflow from our lives. John fifteen three and 4 says, You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you, and it says, remain in me, and I will remain in you. The second is read the Bible every day. Study it. Memorize it. Meditate on it. Quote it and study some more. Let God's word be your ultimate authority. Rivet it to your heart. Let it be your delight. Speaking of the man who is blessed by God, David said, and he said in Psalms 1 and 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, his precepts and teachings, he habitually meditates day and night. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, he meditates once again, day and night. And the third step is get on your knees and pray until you and God have become intimate friends. He says prayer is hard. I think even the disciples knew it. In the Gospel of Luke, one of Jesus' disciples comes to him and says, Lord, teach us to pray. In Luke 11, 1. Okay, this is the only time recorded where Jesus' disciples ask him to teach them how to do anything. As far as we know, his disciples never asked Jesus to teach them how to preach or how to walk on water or how to turn water into wine. But they did ask him to teach them how to preach and to pray. Of course, they saw Jesus pray repeatedly over and over again. They saw him praying when they weren't. When they weren't. It's as if they knew that this was the key to everything else about him. They saw something in Jesus they knew they couldn't copy. You cannot imitate a prayer life. Either it is real and effective or it is not. It took way too long to come to terms with the truth that soul-satisfying, joy-producing prayer cannot be learned in the same way we learn to add numbers. No, you cannot learn by watching others. You learn by doing and by doing it yourself. Your relationship with Christ is one-on-one. It's like learning how to skate. You can spend hours watching someone else skate. You can go online and read all about it. But until you put on, lace up a pair of skates, and start actively skating, you will never become any good at it. And so it is with praying.
it is important that you learn to pray. If you are waiting to become good at it before you start, then you will never start. True prayer is hard, but the rewards are great, Graham says. I cannot describe to you the joy and the peace that he gives to you as a result of the daily routine that you have in prayer. Heed the wisdom of Billy, Billy, Grant, Billy Graham. Follow Jesus faithfully. Read scripture ferociously and pray to God passionately. We in the body of Christ, those that call themselves by his name, all must commit to make it a serious effort to put things in their proper perspective as we pray to God for his divine direction for our lives. As a child of the Most High God, you must stand in faith, believing as you commit to and do what is in your heart or own mind. I, if you consult with God through prayer, believing, God will advise and instruct you on how to put your, his business, in order. You must ask God for his plans concerning your life in each of your endeavors. When God is at the helm, there will always be greater opportunities to be successful. Understand that there is absolutely nothing that you, we, can do well without desiring that God be in the midst of the equation. Once again, you must pray and pray believing that he is, that he can, and if it is in his will for your life, know that he will do it. Each day that we are here brings new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in him. He desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you to give you clarity and understanding on how to live this Christian life. Only you can do and be you. You must desire in your heart to do and be in his perfect will for your life. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete, but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your own mirror. Know and understand that your life can only come together within the plans that God has already established for you. And you and when you are able to hear him, you can receive his directions. Understand, uh, in, in, in speaking about uh, um, Billy Graham, again, one of the key scriptures that marked him was one, his, his total goal and aim, if nothing else came of all he has done, is that he just wanted to hear. God, in Christ Jesus, tell him, well done, my good and faithful servant. That should be all of our goals. And one of the scriptures supporting that was reminding him his word that was sent out would not return to him void, but it would accomplish that which it was sent to do in the thing. We all have that opportunity. We all have that invitation. We all have that clarion call waiting inside of us, waiting for the right thing, the right place, the right situation, to call it out. But keep in mind, it is our job also to be used by God to be accountable, to be able to do that. And I distinctly remember Billy Graham doing that for me when I didn't know anything about him. So be careful what you say. Speak the words of the Lord at all times so those that are listening can hear and run. As a believer, you must understand that you must position yourself to be able to hear him whenever he does answer you. God uses his word to enlarge the frame in which we see <clears throat> our work and lives, transforming our perspective from the temporal 
to the eternal. He enlarges our territory. The Holy Spirit makes it possible for us to understand God's revealed will and apply it to the specific circumstances of our lives. God can also guide us through the wise, through with wise counsel in order to help others who help us put biblical principles into practice within the decisions that we face. We remain receptive to the Lord's instruction. Should he choose at any point to indicate specifically what he wants us to do? When we are willing and obedient, regardless of what God calls us to do, we become people that he can guide and use to fill his purposes here on earth. And it also says something like, when we are willing and obedient, we're able to eat the good of the land. Prayer is communication with God. Why do we need prayer? It is God's way of helping us to trust him and rid ourselves of anxieties. It is through prayer that we find true peace, God's kind of peace that transcends all understanding. We need to pray in order to avoid falling into temptation. And the Lord Jesus commanded in Matthew 26, 41, he says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. 1 Corinthians 14, 40 says, but all things must be done appropriately and in order, in an orderly manner. Uh, That was amplified. King James says, let all things be done in decency and in order. As we continue to come to new and greater insights about our relationship with Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, always remember, begin now to write down what you think God is saying to you today. Always keep your own personal journal close to you. The Bible reminds you to write the vision down. So when you see it or you hear it, write it down. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, give to you, manifest a new thing into your life. It's not new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, a desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality, and he is waiting on you. He wants to help you make your change. Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? Then you must reimagine your possibilities. Each believer possesses his own package and gifts to offer to this world. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal yours to you. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in this life is found in Romans 10, 9 and 10. After we have confessed our sins and believe in our hearts, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as a representative of Christ Jesus and as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. When you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you are also choosing to grow forward and to keep on pressing. In other words, to keep it moving and moving forward, pressing towards the mark of the prize. You must understand that making no decision is still making a decision. You are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. You must choose to grow. I personally have chosen to change 
Therefore, I am cho- I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I must become the me that God called forward, the word that he sent in me. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your new day, remember that this is your time. Manage it well. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. When you show up on his behalf, he will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to encourage and be an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. Also, never cease to give and apply value to yourself. He has. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is eternally changeless always, the same yesterday and today and forevermore. Thank you so much for joining us here today on Naomi's Word. I pray that you receive something that will encourage you to continue to trust in God in the name of Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. Give someone a kind word, a big hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus has provided, loves, and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it because of the sacrifice that he made for you and for me. God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know for yourself that he is. As a reminder, just as much as our, as our God is keeping and protecting you, just look around you. Listen and see that there are others who are hurting or are in need. Pray and ask God what you can do to help. Store up these treasures in your giving in him. Never question the results of of your love of God. Be the favor that God is sending to bless his people by paying it forward. You will be rewarded by him for your gifts and actions of love. Amen. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Won't he do it? Know that you are loved and that you are simply amazing. Look in your mirror and tell yourself you are a child of the Most High God, and therefore, since he is amazing, so are you. Jesus loves you. He called you a friend, and so do I. Make every day a great day. After all, you can have whatsoever you say. Have a thankful Thursday a fantastic day, and a fabulous week, everyone, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. We give glory to God for Dr. Arrington and her encouragement to us uh, as a people, as part of the kingdom. So, Father God, we thank you right now 
oh, Lord, for being a, a wonderful God, a wonderful God that left instructions for us, oh, God. Not only did you give us the book, but, God, you also gave us people, oh, God, to explain the book and make it more plain. God, you gave us pastors, oh, God, who would then, oh, God, guide us in the way that we should go, oh, God. Other leaders, God, that would guide us in the way that we should go. So, God, we thank you right now for everything you've set in place, oh, God, that we not be lost, oh, God, but that we Oh, God, have keys to the kingdom, oh, God, hallelujah, and we can use those keys to get in, hallelujah, God, we give you glory and honor, oh, God, we give you praise, power this morning. God, you're moving in the earth. We thank you for what you're doing, oh, God, everything that you're doing, even things that we may not understand. We don't understand how it is or why it is, oh, God, but we know that according to revelation, oh, God, these things must be so. Hallelujah. So we thank you, God, even for allowing that to be written in the book. We know the signs of the times and what it is that we can look for, oh, God, and it lets us know just how far off you are, oh, God, and just how close to us. You are, oh, God, and you keep your word. You do not lie, oh, God. And so we thank you that there shall come a day, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When the trumpet shall sound, hallelujah, and the dead in Christ shall rise, hallelujah. God, we give you glory for it now in the name of Jesus. We trust and we believe, oh, God. We trust and we believe in you, oh, God. We thank you now for every effort, oh God, for lost souls, oh God, that you're creating, that they not have to be lost, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've given every avenue, oh God, that you can think of. And, I, oh God, I know somewhere, hallelujah, some way, somehow, you're already ministering to the mind of somebody else, oh God, on another avenue to get the word out that you are Lord, to get the word out that you are the way, the truth and the life, and no man coming to the Father but by you. God, you're helping to devise ways, oh God, that none be lost. It eliminates all excuses. Hallelujah, God. There shall never be a reason for us to be lost. Ah, yeah, God. And yet we know, according to your word, some will. So, God, we thank you right now, oh, God, that we are not close to anybody that's going to miss the mark, oh, God. Hallelujah. But, oh, God, that each and every one, oh, God, be able to receive a crown, oh, God, receive a robe, oh, God, receive a word of well done, my good and faithful servant. God, we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. God, we even thank you for our brother, evangelist Billy Graham, oh, God. Oh, you called home yesterday, oh, God. He's been a pioneer, hallelujah, in the faith, oh, God. He is a general in the faith, oh, God. But we thank you right now that you gave him his rest, oh, God. Hallelujah, that he doesn't have to worry about a thing. You gave him his rest, oh, God. He has served strong. He has served mightily in the earth, oh, God. And so we thank you now in the name of Jesus for his life. We thank you, God for his legacy, for the impact, oh, God, for the example, hallelujah, of what it is that we should do, hallelujah, how it should be done, why it should be done. We thank you now for great guidance, God, in the name of Jesus. God, for all those, oh, God, 
now leave behind the legacy, God, Sister Zenobra Marshall, oh God. God, hallelujah. Yes, oh God. Her son, oh God, we pray for him now in the name of Jesus. God, he is an only child. Hallelujah, God. We thank you right now for every force behind him, God, every bit of love behind him, oh, God. Hallelujah. And where he thought that was a lot, God, we thank you for even more. Oh, God, everybody that loved his mother, we thank you that he be able, oh, God, to absorb the love, hallelujah, that was felt for her. Hallelujah. For himself, God, in the name of Jesus. Don't let anything trouble him any further, God. Give him sweet peace and give him sweet rest. The same for her sisters, oh God, hallelujah. For they sang angelically. God, let them know they may be two sisters down, but you still give it opportunity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah for the remaining sisters, oh God. You know, oh God, hallelujah. And there'll be three more. God, we pray right now for Tammy. God, we pray right now for Wanda. God, we even pray for Stephanie now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Wrap them in your love, oh God. Let let them feel you, oh God. This is not a time of sorrow. But, oh God, we rejoice right now, oh God, that Z has made it home, oh God. Hallelujah. She can rest from her labor, oh God, and she no longer has to suffer with sickness and illness, God. Hallelujah. Remind them of what your word says, oh God, and this is not a time to grieve, hallelujah, and have a heaviness, but oh God, hallelujah, we want in the earth, oh God, hallelujah, God, but you saw fit, oh God, to stop her suffering with illness. You love her so much more than we ever could, oh God. You don't make mistakes. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Peace. Mm. Peace. Thank you, Jesus. God, I pray for those right now who may be infirm, oh God, whatever it is, oh God, in their bodies. Hallelujah, God, we thank you that you continue to sustain their life in the earth, oh God. But we also thank you that you have the ability to touch now in the name of Jesus. Touch God in the name of Jesus and bring about a healing. Touch God and drive out anything in the body that's not like you, oh God. Touch now in the name of Jesus and heal from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Heal God in the name of Jesus. There is none like you, oh God. None can compare, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. All the things that you do for us, God, just because you love us, all the things that you do for us, God, just because you created us to worship you, all the things that you do have done and are going to do, God, we trust and we believe, oh, God, that you're going to always give us the victory, God, according to your word, oh, God. Hallelujah. And so we're able to wave our better high, oh, God. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Glory to your name, O God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I pray for ministry right now. Hallelujah, God. We thank you that your presence sits down in ministry, God. Hallelujah. 
that it takes to see, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Sit down in ministry, God. Breathe, hallelujah, around, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. My Lord, hallelujah, Jesus. Again, I pray for our pastor, oh God, hallelujah. Lord, oh God, we give you glory. Hallelujah, we thank you for protecting him, oh God. We thank you for keeping him, God. We thank you for, hallelujah, a divine healing where he didn't even know he was sick, oh God. In the name of Jesus. My Lord, hallelujah. Jesus, we give glory and honor and praise to you, oh God. My God. Breathe on him, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Even right now, let him feel your presence, oh God. And camp around about him, oh God. In his vehicle now, in the name of Jesus, and camp around him, oh God. Hallelujah, even as your presence, oh God, begins to permeate his spirit, God. We thank you that you're speaking. Hallelujah, you are speaking, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name. For everything you have done and what it is that you're going to do, oh God, because we are the infamous. Hallelujah. We are, oh God. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah, we are influenced to the adversary. Hallelujah, God, we are, hallelujah, that which you have placed in the earth, oh God. Hallelujah, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty to God, to the pulling down of strongholds. So, God, we thank you right now, God, for each and every leader that you've placed in place in True Life Ministries to support and to undergird him, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, God, that our pastors are not grow weary, oh God. We thank you right now, God, that his spirit not grow weary, God. We thank you for every leader that stands with him in support, oh God. We thank you that you would hold them up, oh God, that they too would not grow weary, oh God. We thank you right now, God, that you strengthen and reinforce, oh God, that the hallelujah, their work, oh God, their labor, oh God, their service, oh God, would not cause them to be weary, oh God. Hallelujah, because your word says hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Don't be weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. So we thank you right now, God, for every leader that stands in place, oh God, standing there holding up the arms of this leader, oh God. We thank you for the leader himself, oh God, that is Standing, oh God, hallelujah, even though he may be weary. Hallelujah, God, your word is faithful, oh God, and you are faithful to perform, oh God. Hallelujah, your word says, hallelujah, Jesus, that we should not become weary and will do it. Hallelujah. It also says that you'll be right there always, oh God. Always, even until the end of the world, oh God, you're never going to leave us for a second. But you're always going to be right there, God. So we give you glory. We give you honor this morning. We give you praise, oh God. 
God, I even pray right now for our uh, 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 personal God that we love and a personal God, hallelujah, oh, Lord Jesus, that loves us right back, oh, God, a personal God who loves you, God, in the name of Jesus, asking you right now to touch the mind, oh, God, touch the very brain, oh, God, and wherever it needs a bit of a rewiring, God, wherever it needs a bit of spark to get it going, God, we thank you right now in that memory cortex of the brain. Oh, God, hallelujah, long-term and short-term memory. God, we pray right now that you would restore, oh, God. We pray right now long-term and short-term memory that you, oh, God, were called it to be stronger than ever before. Oh, God, and where there is forgetfulness, God, we thank you that you have the ability to remind us, oh, God. And I thank you right now, God, that even in that part of the brain that's beginning to forget things, God, that you would even get involved and cause it, oh, God, to recall like never before, oh, God, to operate, oh, God, hallelujah, it is a natural, hallelujah, a God-designed, hallelujah, it come on your central processing unit, oh, God, for the human body. And so we thank you, oh, God, hallelujah, that whatever it is is causing a glitch, hallelujah, God, that you get inside of there, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, and you repair, oh, Oh, God, the glitch. Hallelujah, that you bring healing to the glitch. Hallelujah, that you cause everything to fire the way it's supposed to fire. God, we thank you for oxygen to the brain now. In the name of Jesus, that hallelujah, memories operate like never before, oh, God. Hallelujah, we pray, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, that the brain have the exact amount of gray matter that it is supposed to have, oh, God. Hallelujah, that that not take over. Oh, God, hallelujah, and cause dementia, that that not take over, oh, God, and cause Alzheimer's, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, but, oh, God, that you would begin to heal, oh, God, in every area of the natural brain that needs to be healed, oh, God, hallelujah, Jesus. That word of I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. God would need the brain to be able to recall what it is that the word says, oh God. Hallelujah, that the mind and the heart work together. And so, God, we thank you that you keep the word on our mind. God, we thank you that we have no memory loss, God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Where that prayer request has been put in place, oh God. We thank you that you're faithful, O oh God, to your servants, that you are faithful, O oh God, to those that call upon your name. Hallelujah, God. We pray right now even for Sister Monet, O oh God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you right now that wherever she is and whatever it is that this sister is doing, O oh God, hallelujah, we thank you that she is able to breathe freely, O oh God. We thank you that, oh, God, every part of her body is functioning in the way that you intended for it to function, oh, God. We thank you that there is no fear, no anxiety, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that she doesn't have to have a care in the world, oh, God, because you are in every situation, oh, God, because you are in every circumstance, oh, God. We realize that sometimes these bodies get away from us, oh, God, and they do things, oh, God, that will cause you to believe that something is wrong. But we thank you, God, that it's just hallelujah, a figment of the imagination. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that it's put there as a fear tactic. Hallelujah. And that is all that it is. 
Hallelujah, God. There's nothing wrong with the heart, oh God. We thank you right now for a strong heart, oh God. We thank you that there is nothing wrong in her mind, oh God. We thank you for a strong mind, God. In the name of Jesus, whatever it is, oh God, that's causing these things to be so. We thank you, God, that you begin to heal this sister from the top of her head to the sole of her feet. We thank you, God, that you reduce her stress, God. Take it away, oh God. We thank you that you, oh God, would cancel out every anxiety, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we bind everything that the adversary is trying to do in her life, oh God. Your word says that whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. That which we loose on earth, oh God, is loosed in heaven. So we loose peace now over her in the name of Jesus. Not only her, but anybody else that's suffering with that which she is suffering with. We thank you for the peace, oh God, that passes all understanding, that keeps the heart and the mind through Christ Jesus. We thank you that she's able to rest at night. We thank you that they are able to rest at night. God, we thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that they're able to function properly throughout their day, oh God. We thank you that medication has no place there, God, because you are the great physician, God. You are the healer. And so we thank you that you heal the body now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Chief. We lift up everyone, oh God, who may not have been able to whisper a prayer to us, oh God, or whisper a request, oh God. We thank you that you're already with them. Hallelujah, you're already sitting beside them, oh God. In times of grief, grief, God, you're sitting right there, oh God. Hallelujah, you're waiting for them, oh God, to lean on you, God. Hallelujah, we thank you that even in health diagnosis, oh God, right there, you're already in that place with them now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, and they don't have to worry. Hallelujah, God, they don't have to fret. Hallelujah. We're all given a a sign time in the earth, oh God. And so we thank you right now in the name of Jesus for being there, God, for doing what it is that you do, oh God. Hallelujah, and removing all fear in the name of Jesus. Glory to your name, oh God. Glory to your name, yes, oh God. Glory to your name, forever you are the same. We worship and adore you. We bow ourselves before you. We're giving you the glory that is to your name. We magnify your name. Glorify your name, oh God. We magnify your name. Glorify your name, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, oh God. We thank you that this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Go forth. This day, well, now it's already dominated. 
but we encourage you to encourage someone else to do the same. Encourage somebody today. Let them know that God is God. And if they don't know God, see, that's our call. To spread it in the earth. To, to multiply kingdoms. Hallelujah. To spread the word of God. To spread the message that he is dead, buried, resurrected, oh God, for our sin. That is what it is that we do. Encourage somebody else that they can make it. That they can do this thing called life if they can do this thing called God, we have a hope. We have a future because we have faith. We trust and believe in God. Amen. Again, go forth this day, oh God. Hallelujah. God is already there. But don't forget to encourage someone else to do the same. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen.